0: Honestly, like be- it's a bad matchup for the Wizards because um, because Embiid is there, Scott Brooks is going to want to play Alex Len, who's probably the second worst NBA player in the league. Um, so, so they're going to like, so who's
1: the worst? Who's worse than Alex? So Len?
0: It was Cameron Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines is the worst. Yes. Aaron
1: Ber- Aaron Baines might
0: be the worst player in the NBA. Might be the worst league. player in the NBA. But next year, I think he'll be fine. This year, worst player in the NBA.
1: on everybody I'm Jake Wesson and you're listening to brews and brews reviews the show of cold drinks and even colder takes so last episode we reviewed the Caribou Genuine giving it a solid ranking of a 7.2 as a result of its smooth taste cool label design and just generally being a staple of local BC brewing the episode before that we had the Granville Island sip easy lager being assessed at a six and a half. So we've got a brand new brew to review for you guys today. So we'll see how it stacks up. And with the NBA playoffs just starting, we've got some very exciting content to cover. I'm talking NBA play-in tournament, regular season awards, playoff bracket predictions, and then we're gonna do a deep dive on the impact of all-time great NBA point guard, Chris Paul, who has been on a tear this season with the Phoenix Suns. Having not made the playoffs as a franchise in the past 10 years, now he has led them this season to the number two seed in the stacked Western Conference where they will have to face off against a scary-looking seven-seed defending champion, Los Angeles Lakers. So, what does the 11-time All-Star and number five all-time assist leader, Chris Paul, have in common with critically acclaimed actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, as well as the foul mouth British master chef, Gordon Ramsay, well, stay tuned to find out. We're gonna be going over all that and more on this third episode of Bruise and Brews Reviews. But before we get into all that, I've got an amazing guest to introduce to you guys. He's a fellow poli-sci student at UBC, as well as the co-founder of Walnut House Pictures. He is an incredibly talented musician, writer, and film producer, as well as an NBA basketball savant. He is the second half of the Riley Brothers duo, the first of which I had the pleasure of interviewing in episode one. If you haven't seen that episode, be sure to go check it out on YouTube and Spotify. The links to those will be posted in the description. But for now, Liam Riley, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very happy to have you on here. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's get down to this beer review. So do you have oh, a, a drink I handy? I don't.
0: Have, oh shoot! I just saw that message. I don't have anything with me.
1: Ah, uh, all good. All good. I'll just. I'm I'll gonna have, have to a quick sip.
0: You're gonna have to tell me how it open. is. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> what is this one? So this one today is the Beer League Craft Brewed Lager see that kind of a cool label there it's got a hockey goalie there and the other side is a different hockey player very canadian looking i picked this one solely because of the uh the the cool cool box up top you can see it there and uh the cool label you know very canadian with the hockey player beer league since it's summertime you know Mm -hmm. uh you know i was i was a baseball player once once upon a time you know so beer league kind of gets me reminiscent i've got what, my uh, my what all stars were you my all-stars hat here just not a hey, big what deal. Position were you I, I i was uh i was pitcher okay yeah, so i was a pretty good pitcher sometimes played shortstop not a big deal mm. once again um but i was i was actually infamously my coach my coach in uh, Little League, he gave me the award for being able to find the most uh anthills in, in the uh, in the infield. <laughs> You're one of those I, guys. I was, I was super <laughs> like distracted as a kid. I was I was uh total like ADHD. I could so he'd never put me in the outfield. I'd I'd get too distracted, I could never focus. There wasn't enough action in there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so one sip, everyone knows the rules. <laughs> this one is so five percent alcohol per volume not bad just kind of like your run-of-the-mill lager really Hmm. one sip uh all right you know doesn't doesn't impress me too much but i could definitely drink a couple of these out out in uh out on the porch or at beer league or whatever i'm gonna give it you know it met expectations but it didn't surpass them so i'm gonna give it a 5.4 5. 5.4 5. on the uh on the leaderboards so where does that rank for you so, so that's far? actually that's number three so The first one I did with your brother was Granville Island Sip Easy. And it was a little bit different. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that one was a six and a half. Then I reviewed uh, the Caribou Genuine on on episode number two uh, with my sister. Yeah. And uh, that was, you know, everyone likes to hate on on Caribou's just because they're, you know, they're kind of like a cheap college boy drinking (laughs) beer. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I, they're kind of like a staple of, of BC Brewing, like pretty popular mm-hmm. and I don't mind them. So I gave it a, a generous score of a 7.2. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this one's not a bad option, but it's, it's not surpassing any expectations. Yeah. Just kind of kind of what I figured. Anyway, so <clears throat> what I say, 5.4?
0: Yeah, 5.4 sitting in third.
1: All right. Not terrible, but. Okay. So let's get, let's get right down to it. Um, I want to, I want to first issue an apology to, uh, DK Metcalf because as requested, um, you know, someone wrote in the, in the, uh, comment section after DK ran a 10.3 and I predicted he wouldn't be able to run any faster than 10.6, 10.5, given his lack of experience and training, on the track and uh you know just being about 60 to 70 pounds heavier than everyone else you know, I, I I thought no way in hell was he going to be able to to run that fast but you know he surpassed expectations so hats off to DK ran a 10.3 very impressive very quick uh, there we go and then uh yeah so um
0: you Think he's gonna do any more races?
1: Mm, I don't think he will. You know, he, yeah. he kind of proved his point. Yeah, he's, I agree. He gets paid way more than any <laughs> track athlete.
0: Yeah, well, the Olympic thing was never gonna happen for him. So
1: yeah, so he, he didn't make the Olympics, but you know, he he got his respect. That's uh, I think that's what he wanted.
0: Yeah, he's quick.
1: <clears throat> and um, okay, so. So you're the uh, you're the co-founder and creator of Walnut House Pictures. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since we're here drinking beers, talking shit, just like uh, just like guys do, I I understand that you've got an upcoming project that uh, sort of fits that yeah. label. Do you want to do you want to tell us about yeah. your upcoming so, movie? So
0: uh, on Monday, what is it, May 25? 4th, 25th, I don't know. Um, We're releasing a short film on our YouTube channel. Uh, It's called uh, Coffee and Cigarette, or Beer and Cigarettes, sorry, based on a film called Coffee and Cigarettes. It's kind of a riff on that film. Um, And it's about two guys who are, they're testing out the age-old combo of um, beer, cigarettes, and a hot tub on a a nippy Friday or Sunday night. So um, the idea is that they're pretty awkward and that they don't actually drink beer or smoke cigarettes. And (laughs) so they're... Trying to prove to each other that they're cool, um, and yeah, it's we did a we did it with the same uh, cast and crew from our previous film, and so yeah, we're excited to uh, to release it. We think it came out pretty well. It's um pretty funny. It's the first time we did comedy actually. Um, we've written comedy before, but we haven't actually uh, made any comedy films before. So this is yeah, it was uh, exciting for us to try, especially considering um, most of the things that we write. Um, Will and I—that is most of the things that we write are comedy, and surprisingly enough, everything we've made up to this point has not been comedy. Um, so yeah, I think in the future more of the things we make will have comedy in it. But so this is kind of a, a taste, I guess.
1: Very cool. Well, I'm I'm super excited to watch that one. Yeah, and uh, I'll probably have a, a beer in my hand while while watching, so I can yeah get right into the mood. Perfect. Anyway, so. NBA playoffs just started a couple games today uh, did you get around to watching any
0: I did I watched the um, clippers and the uh, and the mavericks and I also watched the the game before that which was uh, what was it it was the bucks and the heat so I watched both of those games um, yeah what, did you what did watch you- either of the games
1: I watched okay so I caught the I caught Mav's clips and i also caught the the last couple seconds of regulation for heat bucks and um and i, I watched the overtime as well pretty crazy that that was an insane that was a good game yeah it was a good game. game
0: were you who do you who do you like in the series
1: okay so how about a how about a little little heat culture for you oh you're a heat a little, guy uh, Little Your Eric's eight percent body fat
0: kind of guy. Jimmy yeah. Butler. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah.
1: I okay. So the Bucks are obviously a great team with two-time uh, MVP Giannis and last year's Defensive Player of the Year Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, they have also got sharpshooter Chris Middleton. Yeah, um, they added PGA Tucker, which is which is interesting because everyone was kind of saying he was washed. He's been playing like garbage up to up to when they added him. But, you know, this year has been yeah. kind of kind of a resurgence of players that used to be good that everyone thought were were sort of over. We'll get into that later. But yeah. PGA Tuck- Tucker, he, he was like-
0: playing on the stretch for them today, actually. Peter yeah. Tucker. yeah, he was. I mean, he. <clears throat> He struggles on the glass, I think, and uh, that's kind of like he, he's six six, I think six five, barely. Um, he and he's plays like, big
1: though. He he's plays playing, big. like crunch
0: time center for them on on defense. I guess they do a bit of offense defense, like sometimes with Brook Lopez. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's a good fit for them. It's it's interesting, and I'll, I mean, you forgot to mention uh, Drew Holiday, who's been he was like I was, I was about to, day. I was getting yeah.
1: to him. I yeah. love Drew Holiday. The Holiday yeah. brothers are all great. They're yeah. they're Showtime, as Stephen A. would say. Um, <laughs> Drew Drew Holiday is just one of those players that doesn't shrink in crunch time. You know, he plays both ends of the floor. He's uh, he's he's a true competitor.
0: Mm-hmm. He did a, he did a good job on uh, Jimmy Butler today. He Jimmy Butler was like what five for twenty or something from the field. It was something like that. He he, he uh, made
1: that clutch bucket to send them to overtime, but then he got yeah. then was it yeah it was drew who blocked him the last the last shot. Yeah,
0: I think the shot was after the buzzer, but it was still like Jimmy Butler had to catch on catch with his back you know facing the basket so he had to do a spin just to get open and there was only half a second left so that wasn't enough time. Um, but yeah, I think um, the way Jimmy like I think he his biggest problem is that he his, his jump shooting is like not there right now which is interesting because I feel like it was like two or three years ago, he was getting up to be a pretty solid three-point shooter. And now he's just like, he's 25% from the field and he's like breaking threes over and over again. And at the end of the game, it's it's pretty tough for the Heat. Because I hate all those guys that shoot, right? And he can't.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Heat have shooters. Yeah, for sure. Duncan Duncan Robinson, Robinson, Tyler Hero, some of the sharpest shooters in the game. They have struggled this year, but they were just starting to heat up towards the end of the season. Tyler Hero was shooting. What was it like? Twenty three percent from three or something like that. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Duncan Robinson. Did you see the
0: report? Um, the Heat saying like they were concerned about him being too much of a star. Did you see that report?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it was so good. It doesn't surprise me at all. Tyler yeah. Hero is, is the most like cocky showboat player. D- did you see him last year in the in the finals? Like I think he he got one one layup. Yeah. Yeah, he's that, growling yeah. at, at, at LeBron. Face. I love it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was actually a huge fan of uh, Tyler Hero in high school. Okay, um, he went to school in Wisconsin, I think. Um, and I don't he's like the
1: Kentucky kid. Hey, eh?
0: yeah, he went. To, well, so he he committed to Wisconsin actually, um, and he you know it was I think it was in grade ten he committed to Wisconsin and then he wound up switching to his commitment to Kentucky, and then he got booed in every single one of his games in Wisconsin for like the rest of the year. Um, it didn't really matter. He was still dropping like 50 on, uh, on everyone. And he, I think they won the state championship. I don't watch a lot of high school games, but I remember seeing him and thinking, "Wow, he's actually like very good.
1: Um, he, he was phenomenal last year. I mean, yeah. all throughout the season, the heat have been super up and down all season yeah. long. I, I was mean- going
0: to say about Jimmy, like the, all they all got COVID and Jimmy Butler lost a lot of weight and you can tell, like, he's not as strong as he was last year. And I think that's one of the reasons why he didn't play as well today. And he probably, I just don't see him being as good as he was last year because he's like one of his, his um, like assets is his strength. Like he's such a strong guy. He can push, he can get to a spot and push people around. And like, he's just not doing that right now. Um, like he was able to, to get to the rim at the end of the game today, but that was like a shifty move. Like he wasn't, he's not like bullying anyone right now. And right, it's like, that's what he did last year. That, that's, that's his uh, thing.
1: Like he, yeah. he imposes will on players and that's, that's mm-hmm. how he does it.
0: Yeah. But I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan. Like when he was in Minnesota, I thought he was incredible. Um, he was like a top five player that year in Minnesota when he went down with like a meniscus tear or something. Cause he was playing too many minutes, but yeah, I think like, I, I don't, I just, for me, I, if we're going to do the Miami Milwaukee thing now, I, I do have Milwaukee beating Miami just because because of the, the Jimmy Butler's weight loss and because of Drew Holiday, like, I don't like Milwaukee all that much, but I think they um, I was I was never a fan of, you know,
1: the league started just absolutely just bowing down to Giannis, just like loving him way too much. And I, mm-hmm. I never really bought in because, first of all, I felt like it was kind of forced to sort of draw that overseas market get that like that fan base from from uh, other countries and stuff Mm -hmm. and um, I mean which is great like you love to see the the league growing and in influence and and their fan base and stuff but I mean every year just year after year the league would just hype up Giannis and the Bucks so much and everyone's like oh the Bucks are winning the title Giannis is the best player on the earth right now and every year, teams would just crowd the paint. They would figure out Giannis, and he doesn't get the same calls. He doesn't get the same. Teams play him different in the playoffs. You know, he, yeah, he can't... I mean, I
0: think I think Bud is like is like messing it up for him right now, too. Coach Bud, like their their offense is is predictable, and their defense. I mean, this year they've been more willing to like experiment, I guess. Um, but they they kind of like are like ride or die on the way they play. And that's how you go up to, from up to over to losing in six games, because you're like, we're not changing anything. And then, you know, you just lose game after game. Cause you're not changing anything and the other teams figured you out. That's why as the series goes on, like other teams figure them out and they just don't adjust. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think this year they, like, I was reading somewhere that they're, they're, they're experimenting on defense a bit more this year and they're more willing to adjust. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes this year. Um, especially against Miami, like, it's a pretty good – it's a pretty terrible matchup for them, honestly, because of Bam and because of Jimmy Butler um, and all the shooters, because they – like, especially last year, they were, like, helping one pass away, basically, which is just giving up open threes. That's why they got swept. They're just giving up open three after open three after open three against, like, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and and Goran Dragic. I mean,
1: the league is kind of caught on, though. Those guys aren't getting the open looks. They're getting (laughs) – they yeah. were getting any more. Yeah.
0: Well, the way Milwaukee's playing defense, they were. And so this year um, they're switching a bit more, but, you know, they're they' They don't switch off the ball, which is like, I think a pretty important thing um, for three point defense. Like if, if guys get in the corner and they start, start doing some off screen, off ball screens and all this stuff in the corner, and they're just like fighting through screens, like Duncan Robinson's going to come off a screen and get a three point shot every time. Um, so like, I think he had like six threes today. Uh, so that's why. Um, so we'll see if like, they can figure it out. I still think, um, because of the, the way the heat are like all up and down and especially the way Jimmy Butler is just not, I think, um, physically going to be able to handle the load he did last year. That's why I'm taking, I have Milwaukee and I think six or seven.
1: That's a good point. I mean, they do have, in my opinion, one of the best coaches in the league, Eric Spolstra. He's, yeah. he's great. Um, who else but one thing that uh that does worry me they got they got rid of my man kelly O'Linnick.
0: kelly Olinick has been he, he he was going absolutely nuts he's houston
1: he was absolutely insane this year i, yeah. I picked him up on fantasy and,
0: yeah <laughs> which that's I was, the pickup of the
1: year which yeah. i was super happy about because as soon as he got traded he started averaging like 20 and 15 he was and basically 15, putting up getting
0: like eight assists a game and getting like two blocks and a steal like insane to the free throw line
1: like it's like why didn't he play like this last year in the finals
0: well i guess it's like on houston they're so bad let's like someone's got to take the shot but the thing is he was like efficient and he was you know they actually started winning a couple of games with him um it's gonna be pretty exciting i think for like he's a free agent this year um so we'll see where he winds up you know i think it's i wonder how much it'll affect his market like uh you know, obviously, like as a Raptors fan, it's someone I'd like the Raptors to target in free agency, but I don't know if this last two months have just taken them out of the market for him. But it's, the, other, the big thing with Miami with Kelly Lennox is that they traded him for Victor Oladipo, who's not playing, right? He's right. He's in, he's gonna, he had surgery. I think they announced today that he's not gonna be available till November. So really, I,
1: I thought yeah. he was coming back.
0: No, thought- he's out. He had, he had a surgery on his quad, I think, oh. <clears throat> which had been bothering him all year. And I like, I don't know if you're Victor Oladipo it's a pretty tough year like you're going he's, he's going to be a free agent too and I don't think he's going to get a max contract and I don't think he's going to have like he's declined so much he's yeah. I mean
1: he was an all-star at one point he was he was insane on the Pacers at one point yeah. he was their number one yeah, option I player. had him
0: I had him on in fantasy that year that he like went nuts and he was like he was a top five player in fantasy he was you know hitting big shots against LeBron in the playoffs but um unfortunately like i I was watching the game that he tore his uh his quad it was against the raptors and uh like i just don't know if he's gonna be the same after that because his his strengths were his quickness and his like vertical like up and down ability and he just can't like he
1: he can he can really jump he's got some bounce he can jump out of the gym
0: yeah and he can sing
1: he can you heard him sing i have not heard him sing
0: he's like he does like uh like ballads he sings ballads <laughs> you gotta hear that it's hilarious he's got like the best voice in the nba it's kind of it's i don't know it's interesting
1: he he, he is not rap or like no. what kind he's of music like,
0: he's like wearing a top hat like neo doing some uh some crazy uh belting yeah
1: like r&b kind of stuff oh or yeah what?
0: r&b yeah r&b for sure
1: that's awesome it's pretty, it's, i love it's that pretty
0: crazy yeah he performed at like some like the all-star game or something at the dunk contest and he has an album um yeah it's interesting but like I said I I wonder like I think the league is like passed him up and I don't think he's gonna have a guaranteed spot as a starter on like any team next year yeah
1: he's he's kind of a he's kind of a uh what do you call it a um a wild card yes yeah
0: Yeah. I mean well I, I don't think he'll be ever be as good as he was which is too bad but it happens i'm
1: i'm glad you brought that up though i'll have to give his album a listen maybe maybe yeah, uh listen yeah do a review for the for the next oh, yeah. uh for one of the next episodes oh yeah yeah i mean with with the news of oladipo you might have me you might have me beat i mean heat culture can only take them so far
0: yeah perhaps perhaps the uh the body fat percentage was not low enough
1: for victor oladipo yeah. perhaps all right Uh, So let's, let's rewind it back a little bit. Um, Let's talk about the, the play in tournament. Um, And, um, you know, the whole wind down of the NBA season, so many uh, teams sort of just kind of strategically playing well and then playing like dog shit. Just, uh, you know, um, first of all, um, just because it happened yesterday, I want to talk about the Wizards. So, the Wizards played like dog crap against the
0: the Celtics
1: against the soft as hell Celtics.
0: That's the, one way to describe them, yeah. The very <laughs>
1: beatable Celtics, in my opinion. Yes, I mean,
0: very beatable. They're I mean, playing Brooklyn right now. They're up on they're up against Brooklyn at the half. So that's interesting. But they're very soft. They're soft as hell. Yes.
1: So, um, like, I feel I, like
0: Jason Tatum doesn't want to see me in the post, so that's where I'm at with that team.
1: Exactly, um, and I mean, Jalen Brown is he is he injured or is he healthy or
0: No, he's injured out for the year.
1: Out yeah, for the I year. Think,
0: I think it's a wrist thing. I can't remember. He's yeah, he's done. So I think they're just punting it. Honestly, they should have tried to tank for the plane and like tried to, or they should have. They were in the plane. They should have lost
1: yeah try to get a I, I have him getting swept
0: yeah i have i have him five one or, or four one sorry against brooklyn down losing
1: i mean tatum tatum might get you a game he'll he'll put up 50 yeah, in a game and
0: well honestly i'll be honest i had four i had a sweep for brooklyn and then i saw the uh they were they were up like 15 in the first quarter i'm like oh i'll give him a game
1: oh that's cheating you can't yeah, do that's that cheating <laughs> all right all right so I, I think it was a good move by the Wizards, though. I, they definitely have a better chance. I mean, Embiid M- could have been the MVP this year. He wasn't mm-hmm. just because he missed so many games. But I think, you know, I, in my opinion, he was the most unstoppable player all year. He he was just unguardable
0: when he played. He was really good. Yeah,
1: like basically like Hakeem Hakeem style guard, just with like way more strength and size. To him so I have the Wizards um, because they they took that out on purpose Um, lost to the Celtics so that they could get that eight seed instead of the seven and uh, playing the Sixers I have them getting one game against Philly just because I do too I don't think Ben Simmons has really been himself this past like last Couple of weeks and yeah.
0: um well defensively he's there, you know. I, I I think they're just trying to like get themselves figured out now that they're all supposed to supposedly healthy. Um but like honestly the wizards are a pretty good matchup for them just to like figure
1: themselves out because absolutely and like, and Westbrook, you know, he'll he'll put up 20, 20, and 10 and then and then he'll uh have some kind of shitty turnover towards in the last two minutes or commit a you know, dump foul or, yeah. or throw the ball yeah. out of bounds or something.
0: He'll get, he'll get in someone's face and start yelling at them. And then he'll, you know, throw an alley-oop off the backboard or something and miss. And that's just the way it'll go. I mean, it'll be fun to watch, but unfortunately for him, I just think like, he's just, he can't get out of his own head in those moments. But yeah, I have Philadelphia in five because, or in, uh, in five games. Yeah. Because um honestly, like be- it's a bad matchup for the wizards because, um, because Embiid is there. Scott Brooks is going to want to play Alex Len, who's probably the second worst NBA player in the league. Um, so they're <laughs> going to like so who's
1: the worst? Who's worse than Alex so
0: Len? It was Cameron Aaron Payne. Aaron Baines. Baines is the worst. Yes, Aaron, Ber- Aaron
1: Baines might be the worst player in the might be the league. worst player in the NBA. But next
0: year, I think he'll be fine. This year, worst player in the NBA. But Cameron Payne is is he used to be the worst player in league history. Uh, this year is pretty solid, but um, he was at one point the worst player
1: ever. Like um, anyways. statistically or just yeah, like, statistically, high test like or...
0: yeah, no, I mean both. Like he was so bad. He played, he was drafted by the thunder and then he played for the bulls and then he played for the Raptors and he just, he was terrible. Now he's pretty good. It's impressive, but um, yeah. So I think MB is just going to like dominate Alex land on both sides. And uh I mean, he's going to get, he's going to get fouled out or he's going to get dunked on like every play. Um, He's going to, he's going you, you gonna... to can't
1: stop MB. You, you, yeah. You just can't.
0: And then Russ is going to like dump the ball off dogs line for like a missed layup or something, you know, so that's just going to like it's going to be a 15 a five start for the Sixers every game until they switch the lineup
1: as as much as I hate to say it because I love what Russell Westbrook I love his energy I love how hard he plays no one plays harder than Russell Westbrook
0: I'm rooting for him honestly like I, I like I want to see him succeed. So, I love
1: his mentality. He, he plays so hard. He's so passionate about the game, but he just makes so many boneheaded decisions at the end of the game. So I'm I'm with you on that. Wizards will probably get, get a game if Bradley Beal and, and Westbrook just go off like crazy.
0: Bradley Beal is healthy too. He looked like he might have been injured in the last game. So if he can get like, it's going to be tough because I imagine Ben Simmons is going to be on him and it's going to be... He's he's pretty short actually. He's only 6'3. So the, the getting the shot off would be tough if you can't blow by him.
1: Yeah. And and Ben Simmons is just, you know, say what you want about him on offense. He, he has no jumper. He's never gonna have a jumper. He doesn't care. <laughs> you yeah. say what you want. The media is gonna talk shit about him for, for years and years. He doesn't yeah. care. He's 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 an all-world talent on defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's as good as it gets. As a wing defender, at least. So,
1: definitely. All right. So, so
0: Wizards Hawks tank. Knicks. Sorry. Hawks Knicks.
1: Hawks Knicks. Okay. I thought we were gonna do the the whole tanking thing. Oh yeah. The tanking.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do that then. So we had a, uh, what the the Clippers tanking.
1: So. <laughs> clip. Did the Clippers? So the Clippers lost. T-
0: they didn't play the plan, but they tanked their last two games. They, they benched their starters and, and lost against the worst two teams in the league so they could get on the other side of the bracket from the Lakers.
1: Wait, okay, so that's an interesting one because yeah. we all remember – we all remember when Kawhi basically duped the Lakers into thinking he was going to sign with them. And at the last second, just so that they couldn't sign anyone else, waited to the last second and signed with – their their neighbor rival across the hall, Clippers, and put out this new bounce ad called Kawhi Town. You guys can go check it out on YouTube. It's it's actually a pretty cool ad, and there was at the time I thought it was pretty cool because yes, I did too.
0: Yeah, even though I was mad, I was pissed off, but it was.
1: I I I was also pissed off. I mean, he should have stayed in Toronto. Toronto would have been. They wouldn't be tanking right now. <laughs> they would be. So they'd say. be going
0: for the third. They'd be going for the third title right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, you could argue they're still defending champions because like, yeah. last year He's was the Mickey Mouse. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So Kawhi, fresh off a championship, Finals MVP, played absolutely outstanding. Everyone was saying he was the best player in the world after that, just because of how amazing he played for the Raptors in all, in those playoffs. Um, so he put out an ad for New Balance with him and his uh, Kauai town. So LA's new king. It's not LeBron anymore. He had this this king keychain hanging off the keys of his 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 uh, very cool. Um, Is it Camaro uh, or
0: something? Or was
1: it? Was, it? it? was I think it, it might have been a Camaro. Um, just this vintage uh, drop top Camaro. Very cool ad. So basically saying that he's the new guy in town. He's he's the best player in L.A. Clippers are going for the chip. There was all this drama about um, how the Clippers were going to beat the Lakers in the Western Conference final. They are going to meet each other. And then obviously we all – the rest is history. The Clippers yeah. choked. But, you know, after talking so much shit – after after all all that that garbage about you know Kawhi town clippers are here the lakers are past news they're they're tanking to avoid the lakers
0: it's 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 downright pathetic if you ask me and i'll say i don't think Kawhi would have i don't think this is Kawhi's choice i'm gonna say like you know who, who do you think brought this up in the in the locker room? i'm gonna say paul george that's just me though
1: like <laughs> I, you don't think it was a coaching or like man, Oh, it was probably coaching.
0: Yeah, it was. It was probably the coaches, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Because, like, I, honestly, uh, when Kawhi was in the Raptors, like the Raptors would never have done something like that. They just wouldn't do it. Because, and if I'm the Clippers, like I want to play. I, in my opinion, I want to play the Lakers right now, right? Because they're injured. You want to meet them early
1: in the playoffs because yeah. they're they're so out of sync. They haven't played together. They're coming off fresh off of injury, so yeah. I mean, I'd say. The Lakers that's Lakers why it's
0: probably like a management coaching decision because it's like, well, if, if we have this huge core we're committed to and we lose in the first round, then that's on our heads. Whereas if we lose in the conference finals, then we can say, well, we made the conference finals. You know, we, we gave it a shot. We were this close to the finals, but, um, yeah, I just think it's a pretty soft move and, uh, I can't, it's probably, the problem is that it might end up working out for them, which is like the worst thing. Um, but, it's definitely like if you're LeBron and you're you're thinking like, well, if we get there, then this is going to, then we're in their head already. Right. Absolutely. I mean,
1: if I'm LeBron and AD, I'm thinking, I mean, these guys ducked us. We're about to, and eventually, if they do meet in the conference final, I mean, if you're the Lakers, you're walking in there with so much confidence Uh, like and swagger like these guys don't want to see us these guys are scared of a what is it a 35 36 year old lebron james yeah in his 17 18th year
0: and it's seven home games for the lakers in that case right it's
1: it just is yeah so i think it was a a bum move by the clippers um yeah yeah and i I, I agree with you i i think uh it was definitely not kawaii because He's like, he's like an old school guy. You know, I I remember that, that story. Um, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse during, after, after they won the final. uh, So they, they split the games at home Mm -hmm. and they were going off to golden, going off to Oakland uh, to play two games. And Nick Nurse was talking to the locker room. He was like, all right, we just need to get one game. And and Kawhi is just like, Fuck that! Let's get two. Let's get both yeah, of those I games.
0: I love, yeah, I love it.
1: Like, like yeah. that—that's. And just, you can
0: see, like, he came out in those games, like he wanted to get them both, and yeah, like that was incredible.
1: So, absolutely. Like,
0: like he, like he just wouldn't, he wouldn't. Uh, I just can't imagine he was involved in this in the decision to tank. Um, he was probably fine with the rest because I guess he just seems to be fine with resting. Um, but he probably wouldn't choose to tank if he, if it was up
1: to him. Agreed. Okay. Um. Is there any other teams that there were?
0: Well, there were. I think there were a couple, like the like the Mavericks and the and the and the Blazers and the Nuggets were all like messing around a little bit. It, it wound up working out for for uh, for most of them. I like, I mean, unless Dallas, like your Dallas, you probably don't want to play the Clippers in the first round. But they, I mean, they won the game one today, so you know maybe they do. I don't know.
1: Right, which is surprising because I don't think I don't think of the Mavericks. I mean. Dallas hasn't been a good team. No. They, they they've
0: been they've been a lot better after the all-star break. They started right. so bad, but they've been better since the all-star break. I mean, it helps that Porzingis um is uh is healthy. But he's not
1: whining about a stupid little injury like he always is. Yeah.
0: Who whines more though? Is it him or Anthony Davis?
1: Oh, I don't know. I or think take
0: Anthony Davis.
1: I think probably neither of those i think luca probably he's the biggest one one we'll to the
0: refs yeah but anthony yeah. davis winds up on the floor every 10 <laughs> seconds it's like it seems like he's gonna it's all every single play is on the floor but yeah luca luca complains to the ref ref so much to a point where it's like he's not fun to root for anymore already right, he's not no. fun to root for
1: and, which and is, the, the no ra- refs was caught on too he's yeah. he got the most i think he had the most techs in the league this year
0: well it's like that's one of the best things about like a like he He goes to the rim. He gets fouled. He gets hacked. His shoulders are massive, so it doesn't look like it. And he he just doesn't care. Occasionally, you'll hear his like his deep voice, like screaming at the ref. But it's like, you know, when you do it once every once a quarter, then you get a lot of credit, I think. And so, uh, when you're if you're Luca, like you're not getting fouled every play, especially when you're a jump shooter, you're not getting fouled every play. Um, And you know, if he doesn't get over it, I don't I don't see him it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt him, I think, in the long run if he doesn't get over it.
1: Absolutely. And like I said, the refs have caught on. They're not giving him the calls. They're, they're just kind of fed up with him at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like he, he came into the league and he was so fun to watch. And then, you know, slowly he turned into like, you know, Rick Carlisle just made the, made the, the Luka offense and said, take the ball and we'll sit in our corner and we'll do whatever and then pass out, You you'll know, drive and kick and scream at the ref when he get fouled that's their offense. So it's not fun to, for me as a fan, it's not fun to him already. And it's only been two years, even though I, I can acknowledge he's like, you know, obviously incredible.
1: Right. So I, I assume you have the, uh, the flippers, I mean, clippers uh, winning that series.
0: Unfortunately I do. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately I have the clippers going pretty far. So we'll say that. <clears throat> What do you, I have the Clippers in, uh, in six.
1: What about you? I have the same thing. I, I think the mouse, I mean, after today, <laughs> after watching the game, it, I, I had them in five, but after today they looked pretty good. Chris stops was solid. Yeah. They were... Brunson
0: was pretty solid. Tim Hardaway jr. Was killing it. Um, they, which, they looked really good. Yeah. You know, I think they miss, I, I like they traded for, for, uh, JJ Redick. I think they missed James Johnson. <laughs> Who uh, I don't know if you know anything about James Johnson, but I'm like the number one James Johnson. Like I'm driving the James Johnson bandwagon. Like I'm <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm like honking the horn. Get people to get out of the way. Like I think the Raptors had James Johnson at one point. He was on Memphis, and then he went to the G League, and then he came to the Raptors. Like I think James Johnson is like incredible. Uh, He just he just doesn't get a shot, and so they traded him. They got him this year, and I was like, well, that's an incredible addition. Like he's. Like he can basically guard the best way he can guard Kawhi right now for them. Um, Or Paul George, who doesn't really need, you could just put a pile on in front of him, but you could guard. Can can anyone really guard? No, But you can put a body on Kawhi. Like he's a big, he's a big dude. He's strong. He um, is tough. And offensively, he's like a really solid, like he's a really solid playmaker. He, he, he can dribble, he can pass, he can shoot. Like I, like to me, James Johnson is incredible. I don't know why like all the coaches don't like him in the league. I don't know. But anyways, so I think James Johnson today, and in later games would be very helpful for the Clippers or for the, for the Mavericks, but, and JJ Reddick didn't play, which I don't know why. Like, I don't know if JJ Reddick is like injured or if just Rick Carlo doesn't like the way he plays defense or something, but he didn't play. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. So for, the, for those reasons, I think Dallas is going to struggle uh, in the long term. Like they had to have a crazy Luka game and Paul George sucked in the first half when he sucked at the end of the game. I don't think that'll happen again. So
1: my I, I hope not. I mean, not a fan of Paul George, but I, I'm, I'm just kind of tired of seeing Paul George crumple under pressure, you know?
0: Well, it's so he started like, he was like one for seven in the first half and it's like, he's just <sighs> getting destroyed on like making bad decisions on defense, like getting blown by and reaching. It's just like, like, he's like, he's, he's so good and he's just messing up every play. It's like,
1: yeah, but I mean, he had, he's had an incredible regular season played, yeah, and he came on in the
0: second half. Like like you know, you have to give him some credit.
1: He came on in the second half, and he
0: was pretty solid until the end of the game, where he just missed a couple of shots, um, which seems to happen a lot for him. But at least he was like kind of locked in more. Um, and I think I think I think he'll be fine. Actually, like everyone likes to hate on him, but I think he'll be fine as it goes on. Um, and so yeah, that's like I think Kawhi looked like he was like he looked Kawhi looked amazing today. He looked as good as he did in Toronto. Um, Paul George should be better, I think. And
1: I, I think he'll be better. Yeah.
0: So for those reasons, yeah, Clippers and six, I think.
1: Clips and six. All right, and then. Uh, all right. So. so you want to
0: stay in the West or go to the East?
1: Let Let's stay in the West. Let's do the West. Okay. Uh. So.
0: Let's knock off uh, Utah and Memphis real quick.
1: All right, Utah-Memphis. Um, okay, so obviously Jaw hasn't been shooting that well. And, um, you know, for the teams had in, uh, like
0: six threes in the play-in or something, right? Yeah, game, I, okay,
1: he, he lit it up and, and put up a 35-piece. But they're leaving him open, like, for a
0: reason. He's not a good shooter. So. He's not a
1: good shooter. Teams are playing mind games with him, just mm-hmm. giving him all the space in the world and all the time in the world to to shoot from three, which is, which is, uh, I mean, that's something you got to deal with in the NBA as a young player. So I love jaw. I love the ways he plays. He's kind of like, uh, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Westbrook, just, just his, his, uh, his aggression his, his passion for the game. Yeah. I mean, he's Um, got
0: that alpha mentality. Like that is pretty important. Like it's pretty, the, the Grizzlies have no business being as good as they are. No, they have, they have a lot of talent, but um Dylan Brooks is
1: sweet. Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Brooks is lighting it
0: up. isn't Dylan Brooks, you know, Dylan Brooks. Um, I'm pretty sure Grizzlies fans don't, they used to not like him at all. I think they like him now just because he's like grinding it out. But they like, he used to just take terrible shots. He's got like T-Rex arms. He's really, his arms are like really, really small for his <laughs> size. And he just like, he acts like he's like LeBron. If you see his press conferences and stuff, he acts like he's LeBron um his confidence is that high but he's you know he's playing well he, his defense is pretty solid um but for me like with the jazz i just don't think they have much of a much of a shot what about you
1: um yeah i mean okay so john Morant, Jonas valanciunas Jonas valanciunas is insane he's that used. that man can hoop yeah and I
0: wish he was still in the raptors
1: i i do too but you know what that was a good trade marcus played very good for the Raptors that year it's fallen off since but um I loved him on the Raptors I think Jonas is one of my best picks in fantasy this year he, he put up any game he can give you 20 and 15 yeah, he's yeah. an absolute monster on the boards he wasn't getting calls uh in the plane which was unfortunate you know big yeah, man yeah, sucked
0: for me like I I had a couple I had I had a bet on his um his over Uh, and so he got in foul trouble real quick and that was, that was pretty tough for me.
1: Sucks. Yeah. I mean, big men don't get any respect in this league. No, they don't get the calls, but they're just hacking at him. So
0: yeah, him and Jaron Jackson Jr. Right. They both had foul trouble the whole game.
1: Very true. But I mean, so Jonas is a monster. They got Dylan Brooks. They're just a really scrappy team with Dylan Brooks and, and Ja going at it. Um, so I think they can get two games off the jazz.
0: Yeah, that's that's I I that's a fair take. Like I think uh, they're pretty fun. I I think the Jazz are like really really good though. I have the Jazz in five. Um, basically, their defense is is like as good as it gets, just because of Rudy Gobert, who's incredible. And um, no, don't, I, don't I, tell I me about say, Rudy. I hate Gobert. to say I hate I know Rudy Gobert man, but he's he actually is incredible. So I like I hate to say that, but he is. But um. Donovan Mitchell, I'm a little worried about because he's, he's been injured, and Mike Conley, obviously, he's been injured too, and he's pretty old now. Um, but I think they're just they're too well they play they play too well to be to really lose more than a game. They're
1: before. super well rounded. Yeah, yeah. So, and so uh, I, I,
0: I'm taking Jazz in
1: five. And you know the whole Jordan Clarkson thing. <clears throat> Jordan Clarkson has been playing outstanding, and it shows you like. I mean, I was—I'm a big LeBron guy, so I—I I was cheering for the Cavs back in 2018. But Jordan Clarkson was a bum. He was a oh, yeah. certified bum. In well, 2018. you want to know why?
0: It's because he like he can't play off the ball with LeBron, and he he needs like he just needs to know that he's gonna get 15 shots a game. Like that's he, who he, he is.
1: He's the kind of player he can't. So LeBron was obviously the best player in the world in 2018 not even close. So he was so ball dominant and the way the Cavs played him, it, it shows you going from that 2018 version of Clarkson to this current one. It shows you how situational the NBA really is because, you know, he Clarkson isn't a guy you can just put in the corner and, and pass the ball and just be a spot up shooter. He's not, he, he's not a spot up shooter. He's one of those guys that needs to get the ball he needs to be able to cook. He needs to warm up and get to his spots. He starts dribbling around. He's got great ball handling. He's got great shot selection and situational awareness. He's, but he's the kind of guy that you need to give the ball to, and he needs to get his shots. So
0: yeah, exactly. So he's I, as good I, of a scorer as there is as like a non-star. He's as good of a scorer as they get. So yeah,
1: yeah he's pretty fun, and like and, he's
0: the the fit on Utah is perfect for him. And he they don't I love creators. watching
1: him. I absolutely yeah. love watching. He's he plays with so much swagger. It's insane. Yeah. I, I I would put him up there with like I, I think he he plays with the most swag in the league. I'm, I'm just gonna go up there and say it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean he's confident and like that's he's it like he's 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 borderline chucker, but he's not a chucker because the shots go in, but that's who he is. So um, I think it's pretty fun. And I think like like I said, like the fit on Utah is, is like it's like a glove, it's perfect for him. And they need him and he needs them. So it's it's good that it's working out for them both.
1: Absolutely. So all right. So you got jazz in yep. five, I got jazz in six. Either way, I think it's pretty easy to see. Uh, Memphis is Hold really on, no if man. you had
0: if if the Warriors had made it, would, would that have changed anything for you?
1: No. No, me neither. Yeah. I mean, Steph is outstanding, but he need more than one guy that can shoot the ball
0: yeah you don't think jordan Poole can win a series no
1: <laughs> <laughs> that who's that who's that dude uh that guy he kind of went off
0: on to anderson
1: Toscano anderson he was cool oh, yeah. he was fun yeah. to oh, watch.
0: He, he can swing a, he can swing a whole playoff game for you
1: yeah he's a, and he's he had that one putback dunk and he was he was he oh, was yeah. talking I, oh, yeah. I loved it well
0: he's from he's from the bay i, I think or san francisco or something so yeah yeah Old-town he's kid I it, honestly, when I saw the when I t- like watched the Warriors game in the beginning of the year, and I saw a lineup of like Juan Toscano-Anderson and Jordan Poole and Kent Bazemore, I'm like, this is just not going to go well for them. <laughs> I guess, I mean, Toscano-Anderson wound up being all right, but you know, <clears throat> he's not a uh, Kevin Durant or even like Harrison Barnes. So, no, we'll see where they go next year. Anyways,
1: all right. <clears throat> um, so Jazz Grizz. Is- Clips, Mavs. Let's go over to um, Nuggets, Blazers. Who you got?
0: So uh, this is well, a tough one, good, actually. This, this is a good matchup. Fun one. This is a fun one. So uh, obviously, Damian Lillard is playing pretty insane, uh, and CJ McCollum, Norman Powell. I'm not like I love Norman Powell. I, I I loved him on the Raptors. He was obviously easy to hate when he was there, but he uh, was really fun, and he like he. He always gave it hundred percent. He was, he was great for the team. But I don't like the fit on the Blazers, really. Like, yeah, it seems like he hasn't
1: really found his footing. He's, he's not. Well, he's, really he's where he getting he wants him twenty
0: be. points. Like he'll get twenty points for you, but it just kind of hollow for them. And like they, I feel like they need, like he's an incredible spot up shooter in the corner. So that's good for the Blazers, like offensively. But he's too small, I think, to guard. Like he's always he's played out of position his entire career. Um, so it'd be nice to see him actually go somewhere and play shooting guard. Um, but so you got those three, I mean, Nurkic is like an X factor for the Blazers. Like if he's going to be who he is, like, that's pretty big for them. He's obviously he's, not, he's
1: not though. He's, he's not, he's not the Nurkic that we all know.
0: Um, so then on the, the Nuggets, they have the problem for the Blazers is that they've got Jokic who they don't have, who the Blazers don't have an answer for. And, uh, Michael, Porto- no, one, no has, one has
1: an answer. answer for, for Jokic. No, yeah, for sure. I I would okay, apart from maybe Steph Curry, I I would say Jokic this year has been the best offensive player in the league.
0: Yeah, oh he's he's had the he's like Jokic is like the like Larry Bird mixed with Marcus All. That's like that's who he is. It's a bit of like built with like a little bit of Bill Walton and a bit of like Sabonis, Arvita Sabonis, like that's who he is. It's insane.
1: I mean, he's the kind of player that he can get to his spots and he can he can post you up. He can he can he can shoot the mid-range. Like
0: he's just he's just doing it at his own pace. He's like he'll he's comfortable basically everywhere on the floor. He and if pass, you double team him, he's
1: yeah. he's one of the best passing bigs we've ever seen. Yeah, so- and it's
0: not like a hollow pass out. Like he like he he'll just make the right play every time. If sometimes he'll he's more he's too prone to pass, but for the most part, it's like he'll just make the right play every time. So you can't double team him. And if you do, you know, if you, he'll just like He's got Porter Jr. in the corner. He's got Aaron Gordon cutting to the rim. He's got um, shooters like Will Barton. Like it's just pretty tough to guard. So with all that being said, I have Denver and I have Denver in seven, just because the guards the guards in Denver cannot match up obviously with uh, with Portland. But I think um, I think Denver is going to put Aaron Gordon on one of the guards and basically lock lock them down. And so you've got C.J. or Dame and uh, one of the two and Norm Powell they can't, and Carmelo Anthony, like, they can't beat Jokic and uh, Michael Porter Jr., who, by the way, Michael Porter Jr. is not going to have, like, no no one on the Blazers can guard Porter Jr. either, so that's two guys who are going to drop 30 every game, I think, and the Blazers are going to
1: struggle. All right, so I, I also have the series going to seven, but I have a different result, so here's why you're wrong.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
1: So the Blazers... Okay, they're two best players when they match up. Dame isn't the same. There's a reason why Jokic is the MVP. Yes. But that being said, Dame is the kind of player where as soon as he crosses half court, you, you got you to gotta get a guy on him. You got to get a guy shadowing him because he's, he's going to shoot it from the parking lot. Yeah. And they've got two of the best rebounders in the league in Cantor and Covington. Um, So they've, they've got, they've got the big men. So, you know, Dame Dame and CJ are going to pull the, the defense out and then they've got big men to, to match that and get that, that strong paint presence. Mm -hmm. They've also got uh, what's his face. Uh, carmelo Ant- simons oh yeah I anthony carmelo simons. anthony man he's yeah. been playing insane this year like how yeah. can you not love him and seeing from carmelo yeah he, he can get you 20 points a game
0: oh for sure i mean the thing is like the blazers are so have you watched any blazers games
1: i have so yeah, they okay they've I've been...
0: seen, they're so bad on defense like they're just like i feel like uh Campuzo's gonna drop 30 on them like, that's Campazzo.
1: a bad day. Oh, I love, I, okay, I, I almost forgot about him, but I love that you brought that name up. I absolutely love Facundo Campazzo. He, he's probably, <laughs> probably, say it, probably last year, my favorite player was Jimmy Butler. This year, my favorite player is probably Campazzo. I freaking love that guy. <laughs> oh, just, that's hilarious. he's hilarious. Just tight. the amount of, uh, um, <laughs> he has so many little, he like steps on your foot when you're trying to shoot a three. Oh, he'll he's, set he's a pick tough. and hit yeah. you in the nuts. He does. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's got such a, uh, like a small person syndrome. He, he plays like he's got such a chip on his shoulder because yeah. he's, he's a rookie in the, in the league, but he's like, what is he like 27 years old?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, it's pretty hilarious. I like, he's not Jamal Murray, um, but you know, the, the Nuggets could do worse than to just say, well, no Jamal Murray, we're just going to give the ball to the Oakage every play. Right. Like, you know, it's not a bad option just to go to Okocha play. play. Um, so and Camusso, like he'll he'll get some assists. He'll he gets a lot of steals actually by digging mm. in and like being like kind
1: of uh, annoying. Oh, play, players hate players yeah. hate playing against Camusso. Yeah.
0: yeah, so he's gonna get some steals. He's gonna harass like he'll he'll strip Norman Powell a couple times for sure. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I think he'll be fun.
1: <clears throat> so I mean, if if the nugs had jamal murray it would be a no-brainer it would be like if they,
0: if, they, if they had jamal murray i'd still i'd like them for the championship so that's how high i am on them
1: i like that it's a hot take it is a
0: hot, i had i had money on them winning the championship before uh jamal murray went down
1: <laughs> all right all right so that leaves us one one final matchup in the west yeah do, do you mind if i go first go ahead all right, so the Lakers are the defending champions. But, you know, they've been so up and down the season. AD has missed what, like 30 games or something. LeBron's missed the most games he has he's ever missed in a season. Yeah. They barely even beat the what ninth seed, 10-seed Warriors. They barely just inched by them. Suns have a budding superstar in this league in Devin Booker. That man can just – he'll cook you on every end of the court. It doesn't matter. And they've got MVP candidate Chris Paul. Yeah. So, with all that said, Lakers in five, baby.
0: Oh, no. Let's go so so did you watch their playing game
1: um the uh the golden state game yeah yeah okay so the i watched the lakers and i watched part of the memphis game
0: okay so the lakers looked really bad against golden state they they looked, looked terrible really in the bad. first half they looked really bad uh lebron like was he was getting he was getting like overpowered at the rim by juan Descono anderson like over and over again. <laughs> and that was, was not, it? that was, I've never seen that before.
1: So who got, who got, who got that block?
0: Andrew Wiggins. And, Andrew, Andrew was, Wiggins was, like, you can't, you can't get, like, Andrew Wiggins was, was like sunning him that whole game.
1: He, it was he, crazy. He, he blocked the shit out of LeBron. It was yeah. crazy.
0: He was like D'ing him up. He was, you know, he was forcing tough fadeaways and LeBron was just like not, he, he his, his, his explosion, his, his like vertical up and down stuff. It's like, it just wasn't happening for him. Like his, his he, jump shot he was right. sometimes he but didn't
1: yeah. look he he wasn't like, the same lebron
0: i feel like every year it's like oh lebron it's this is it this is it for him and i've always and i used to say that when they were playing the raptors i was like oh he can't do it he, <laughs> but i I, still, I started to realize like oh what like it's lebron he's not going to it's it's still not, lebron he's, he's, he's man it's but still lebron this time like like he's never looked this bad he looked he looked like a top 30 nba player not a top 2 nba player to me um yeah against the warriors like it was bad and i'm a, he, i'm actually like I respect LeBron. I think he's incredible. But the three the three rims thing was pretty embarrassing. That's an embarrassing <laughs> moment for him. The, he's, uh, such, he's such an actor. Oh
1: uh, my gosh. I, uh, I absolutely love that. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> okay, first of all, that the fact that they didn't call that a flagrant on Draymond, I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Really? Had, I think he has fingers in his up his nose, in his brain, in his in his eye okay. sockets.
0: I feel like it was a contest where you know okay this is what they call these things all the time where you a guy goes up he gets hit in the gut and he like goes forward right and like that's to me that's what happened that's like so that's oh, why like I'm no. glad it wasn't a front flagrant I'm glad and,
1: and the fact that it's Draymond I mean you can't you can't well, deny true. the guy has a history you didn't kick him
0: in the balls though that was at least he didn't do that
1: yeah at least it, anyways yeah you're right I mean so with all that is- being
0: said I have Phoenix in
1: seven Who's gonna guard AD?
0: You know, <clears throat> that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But I I don't think AD and like Dennis Schroeder can do much against like who's gonna guard um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, right? And I'm not a, I'm not a, like I
1: I am not Fruso? a huge Devin
0: Booker guy. Yeah, Alex Caruso's he's pretty solid as a defender, but he's like, underrated. Here's the thing: Chris Paul is I think incredible. Like I think I think he's still a top six player in the NBA, and He thrives, um, in a, in like a conventional, you know, big, two big men, uh, three, two wings and a guard lineup. And that's what he's got. And that's what he's got on the other team too. Right. He's got, um, he's going to play against big guys. They're going to have, they're going to play Drummond. Who's going to get absolutely destroyed. They're going to play, um, I hate hate Drummond
1: so much.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing, like Chris Paul on Houston was pretty solid, um, but he in Oklahoma city, he was incredible. And that's because he was playing like pick and roll with all these guys and like with Steven Adams and with these guys that um like he could, he could like orchestrate the offense completely by like moving people around and doing what he does. And when they played Houston in the first round last year, it was the worst matchup for him ever. Cause they just went small and switched everything. And he couldn't like, he just couldn't do what he, what he likes to do. But the Lakers are going to be like goaded into playing all their big men. And Chris Paul is going to like work them. Like he's just going to do whatever he wants with them. And he's, and they're not going to be able to, to do much about it. And uh, I think this is like the perfect matchup for Chris Paul specifically because they're going to play all the big men. And okay. so offensively, I think Phoenix is going to be just fine, even though the Lakers have a really good defense. And then, you know, I think Anthony Davis is, is, has not been playing very well. His jump shot is way off. He's, he's, uh, and LeBron looked terrible. So I feel like this is as good a time as any to like, you know, take the upset.
1: All right. All right. Phoenix well. is
0: good. Like Phoenix is really good. You know, Chris Paul has, has Deandre Ayton playing really well. You know, he's got, they've got a bunch of guys, like a bunch a whole bunch of role players that are really solid. You know, Cam Johnson, um, uh, is a really good shooter. Um, what's the, the Mikael Bridges has been incredible this year. He's not going to stop LeBron, but he's going to like make it harder. He's a better defender than, I mean, I guess like Draymond green was defending Anthony Davis. Right. So, uh, I don't know who I, – like, I don't think anyone was defending LeBron. Andrew Wiggins wasn't, wasn't that good. Um, so, yeah, like, Mikhail Bridges is a better defender than Andrew Wiggins, and he'll make it tougher on LeBron. And, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a there's a chance that LeBron figures it out and uh, turns it on like he always does. But I'd take Phoenix. I think
1: it's going to be close. All right. Well, I like that pick. We'll, we'll see what happens. Anyways, I,
0: I got to go against the grain, so.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast. I know you guys are waiting to find out how – all-time great NBA point guard Chris Paul is similar in character and career-wise to Leonardo DiCaprio as well as Gordon Ramsay. But don't worry, we talk about all that stuff and more in part two of this episode. The link to that video will be in the description below. If you like this podcast and want more bruise reviews and in depth sports analysis, make sure to follow Brews and Bruise Reviews on Spotify to stay notified of future videos. Till next time, stay thirsty, everyone.